0: Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, and we are continuing with reading Shri Ishopanishad, and we're starting the invocation mantra today, on page number 10. Om Purnamadah Purnamidam Purnat Purnam Udachyate Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnam Eva Vashishyate Translation Actually, this is the first time we're reading a book which has a verse word for word and translation. Okay, let's try. Om, the complete whole. Purnam, perfectly complete. Ada, that. Purnam, perfectly complete. Idam, this phenomenal world. Purnat, from the all perfect. Purnam, complete unit, Udachete, produced, Purnasya, of the complete whole, Purnam, completely all, Adaya, having been taken away, Purnam, the complete balance, Eva, even, avashyate is remaining. Oh, maybe we can learn Sanskrit also, <laughs> right? We're trying to learn Prabhupada's books. Um, by heart, right? And um, I remember in one lecture, or was it a letter? Śrīla Prabhupāda was saying that he, he is including word-for-word word, um, translation in all of his books because by uh, like, we shouldn't skip them, but we should uh, read them because in this way we will learn Sanskrit slowly. So, wow, okay. Jai. <laughs> so, translation. The Personality of Godhead is perfect and complete. And because He is completely perfect, all emanations from Him, such as this phenomenal world, are perfectly equipped as a complete whole. Whatever is produced of the complete whole is also complete by itself. And because He is the complete whole, even though so many complete units emanate from him he remains the complete balance purport the complete whole or the supreme absolute truth is the complete personality of godhead impersonal brahman forms uh, impersonal brahman forms and incomplete realization of the Absolute Complete. And so also does the conception of Paramatma, the Supersoul. The Supreme Personality of Godhead is Sat-Chit-Ananda-Vigraha. Impersonal Brahman realization is the realization of his Sat or Eternity aspect. And Paramatma, Supersoul realization, is the realization of his Sat and Chit Eternity and Knowledge Aspects But realization of the Personality of Godhead is realization of all the transcendental features Sat, Chit and Ananda or Bliss In the Personal Concept this is realized in complete form Vigraha And so the complete whole is not formless. If he is formless or if he is less than his creation, in any other thing he cannot be complete. The complete whole must have everything, both within our experience and beyond our experience. Otherwise he cannot be complete wow i'm really hoping you're in this with me but i'm just really grateful for to all of you and to krishna and to shri guru because really like maybe this because of the recording because i really want to like read it like i mean it (laughs) like this poor part of the invocation mantra is really opening up in a way that it never did for me actually wow this is such a such a genius and such a perfect explanation of why we need to know the personality of Godhead, right? Like in terms of Satchit and Ananda, you can only realize his like bliss aspect only if you know him as a person. Enjoy. The complete whole personality of Godhead has immense potencies. And all of them are as complete as he is. As complete as he is. Therefore, this phenomenal world or material world is also complete by itself. The 24 elements of which this material universe is a temporary manifestation are completely adjusted to produce complete things necessary. For the maintenance and subsistence of the universe, of this universe. No extraneous effort by any other unit is required for this maintenance. The universe has its own time, fixed by the energy of the complete whole. And when that time is complete, this temporary manifestation will be annihilated by the complete arrangement of the complete there is the there is complete facility for the small complete units namely the living entities to realize the complete and all forms of incompleteness are experienced only on account of incomplete knowledge of the complete So next time we feel incomplete, we should know that this is only because of lack of knowledge of the complete. The human form of life is a complete manifestation of the consciousness of the living being, which is obtained after evolving through 8,400,000 species of life in the cycle of birth and death. If a human being does not realize his completeness within the complete in this life of full consciousness, he loses the chance of realizing his completeness and is put again into the cycle of evolution by the law of material nature. Because we do not know that there is a complete arrangement in nature for our maintenance, we make efforts To utilize the resources of nature to create a so-called complete life of sense enjoyment. This misleading life of sense enjoyment is called illusion. Because the living entity cannot enjoy the life of the senses without being dovetailed with the complete whole. For example, the hand a body is a complete unit as long as it is attached to the complete body. When the hand is detached from the body it may appear like a hand but actually it has none of the potency of a hand. Similarly the living beings are parts and parcels of the complete whole and as long as the parts and parcels are detached from the complete whole The illusory representation of completeness is not enough to bring the desired result. The completeness of human life can only be realized when the human form of life is engaged in the service of the complete whole. Any service in this world, whether social, political, communal, international, or even interplanetary will remain incomplete unless and until it is dovetailed with the complete whole. And when everything is dovetailed with the complete whole, the attached parts and parcels also become complete in themselves. Haribo! So all of us are feeling incomplete, unless we are dovetailed with the complete whole, right? And marketing specialists are trying to um, persuade us that if we buy what they have to offer, we will feel complete, but it never works out. And if it does, it doesn't last long. Okay, so mantra one. Isha vasyam idam sarvam, yad cha jagat yam jagat, tena tyak tena bunjita, magrida kasya swidhanam. Word for word Isha, by the Lord, vasyam controlled, idam this, sarvam all, yad whatever, kim it is, cha. And Jagatyam within the universe, Agat all that is animate or inanimate, Teina by him, tyaktena set apart, quota, Bunjita must you accept, Ma do not, Grida making to use, Kasyasvid whom does it belong, Dhanam things necessary. Translation Everything animate or inanimate that is within the universe is controlled and owned by the Lord. One should therefore accept only those things necessary for himself which are set aside as his quota, and one must not accept other things knowing well to whom they belong. Poor part. The Vedic knowledge is infallible, because it comes down through the perfect disciplic succession of spiritual masters, beginning with the Lord Himself. The Vedic knowledge is received from the transcendental sources, and the first word was spoken by the Lord Himself. The words spoken by the Lord are called aporusheya, not delivered by any person of the mundane world. A living being of the mundane world has four defects which are he must commit mistakes, number one, number two he must sometimes be illusion, number three he must try to cheat others and number four he is endowed with imperfect senses. With these four principles of imperfection one cannot deliver perfect information in the matter of all-pervading knowledge. The Vedas are not known like that. The Vedic knowledge was originally imparted into the heart of Brahma, the first created living being. And Brahma, in his turn, disseminated the knowledge to his sons and disciples, who have continued the process down through history. The Lord being Purnam or all-perfect, there is no chance of his being subjected to the laws of material nature, while the living entities and inanimate objects are all controlled by the laws of nature and thus ultimately by the potency of the Lord. This Ishapanishad is a part of the Yajur Veda and as such it contains information as to the proprietorship of all things that exist within the universe. Mm-hmm. This point is confirmed by the Bhagavad Gita in the 7th chapter, where para and apara-prakriti are discussed. The elements of nature – earth, fire, water, air, sky, mind, intelligence, and ego – all belong to the inferior, or material energy, of the Lord. Whereas the living being, the organic energy, is the superior energy, the para-prakriti, of the Lord. Both the prakritis, or energies, are emanations from the Lord, are ultimately... uh and ultimately He is the controller of everything that exists. Okay, so both the prakritis or energies are emanations from the Lord and ultimately he is the controller of everything that exists, okay? There is nothing in the universe which does not belong either to the para or the apara, prakriti. And therefore, everything is under the proprietary right of the supreme being. Yeah, I think we're going to stop here. Because of course mantra 1 is going to have a substantial purport meaning it's very deep because it contains the Ishavasya principle. Ishavasya principle meaning everything is owned and controlled by the Lord. Yeah, I remember oh, I remember back the times back in Bhakti Shastri when we were writing essay on this mantra. Beautiful times. <laughs> okay, thank you so much for staying with us. And we shall continue tomorrow with this incredible book with purports of His Divine Grace. Chila Prabhupada Ki Jai. The link to this book is in the description. I understand that maybe, you know, you would want to get back to it. So you can read, you, would, you can find the websites, two websites where you can just read the book for free. You can also order it hard copy. Um, by, by the Kindle version, yes, so thank you for tuning in and we shall see you next time, Hare Krishna!